Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Helberg Barbecue, Maya Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, following a strong showing from J-Mo, John Morris, Aaron Sexton doing their thing. Always a uh, extremely strong lead-in program. And Aaron, uh, we have a lot to get into today, and I'm, I'm proud to say at 5 o'clock today, We've landed the esteemed beat writer slash columnist, Baylor Athletics, Baylor Football, Baylor Men's Basketball, none other than Johnny Warner. All right. I mean, we to to get John, you've got to get him between hikes. He's a man who likes a good walking stick, getting out there to Lover's Leap, walking. Aaron, I, you, I, I fear that you've been doing too much of the flat ground walks right over there around Valley Mills, around your apartment complex. Probably time to get over to Cameron and and get you get you a few more hills, valleys. Aaron, when's the last time you got over to Cameron Park and got you some good elevation to your walk? Don't you think it's time? Uh, I get plenty of <laughs> elevation in my walk, but no, I haven't been. To, uh, Camber Park's beautiful. I just don't go there a lot. I haven't been there in probably, well, almost nine years. I don't know about the yellow. I, I'll have to come and study your walk. I kind of feel like I know the general area you live in, and I don't. I did not know we had many elevation changes over there. So I may stand corrected. You may have some up and down situations, and so glad to know that you've got some uh, elevation changes. Now, as we come on today, I found it interesting that we had what was trending. I always like to see, okay, what's trending as we as we come on, and sure enough, it was Big Twelve. Big Twelve. I thought, oh, mate, we got news. What's going on with the Big Twelve, Aaron? It's our guy. On a Adam Andrew Marchand's podcast, and he's the guy who breaks all the media news. And he had the famous writer who breaks a lot of a, a lot of the re- conference realignment news, John Urand on. All right, that's O U R A N D. And uh, Aaron, in fact, I'm going to send this to you right now. This may be something we want to use. Aaron, I know you like it when I do this at about 4.04. About five minutes into our program, I send Aaron some audio that we might want to use. Aaron, we can use it whenever, okay? I don't doesn't have to be today. could be tomorrow. But this was, this was uh, John Uron going off on your mark and the job he's done. This comes, um, this comes in the aftermath of... Of, of kind of where the the Pac-12 is, the weird statement that Aaron's talked about, the Pac-12 put out the other day saying, hey, all things are good here. We're doing fine. 
Um, we have more news, Aaron, on this front that, and I see a headline right here. This is Aaron from, a, uh, I don't know if you go to this place or not. This is, here is the headline. The Pac-12 reportedly suffered a devastating blow after CBS dropped out of the media negotiations. Will the conference be able to land a new deal? Things are looking really bad at the moment. Meanwhile, the pack, the Big 12 is financially secure and might go poaching. Might go poaching in that area. Aaron, find that very, very interesting. That was from OutKick, Aaron. We, we try to stay away from the political sites. OutKick is a sports site that dabbles in sports, dabbles in politics. Now... This is um, this is really interesting to be Aaron, and this is something obviously we'll want to get some we'll want to get some audio from this, and I'm sure you've seen this. In fact, I'm sending this to Aaron as we speak as we come out today. But all of this fascinates me. Um, your Big Twelve Commissioner Brett Yormark joined Aaron. Did you see this? Conzano and Wilner the podcast for an exclusive interview and they talked to the commissioner asked your mark about expansion basketball the texas ou thing his relationship with uh Klavkoff, the big Tw- the the pac-12 commissioner this episode this was aaron about three hours ago that was going to post shortly i find this very very interesting as we kind of wait for uh, news to come out on the Big 12 and Pac-12 front. I find that interesting, Aaron, that the Pac-12, these big, these big, the huge Pac-12 enthusiasts and writers have, uh, your mark just said, yeah, I'll jump on with you guys. Man, I need to get, I think it's time, Aaron, to get an official request into Brett Yormark. I'm hoping to be at the Big 12 tournament where uh, hopefully I'll cross paths with him there. And um, this is really, really interesting. Now, Aaron, what about the what about the Big 12 last night? Wasn't that interesting? Speaking of the Big 12, speaking of the Pac-12, Big 12 with some interesting battles last night. Oklahoma State succumbs to Kansas, but K-State is in a funk right now, and they couldn't get it done on the road against Oklahoma. Aaron, I called Oklahoma the easiest place to play as far as an opposing, you know, all the road places you have to go in the Big 12. I had Oklahoma, the Lloyd Noble Center, as the easiest place to play. And lo and behold, they rose up and they got a win. This is not a very good basketball team, but they do hold. Now, Aaron, how many – I mean, think about that. They've got a top – this is a top 15 win. They at one point beat the number, what was Alabama at the time, number two team in the country when they beat them. I mean, this is crazy how the Big 12 is shaping up. I was convinced that West Virginia, with its four wins in conference, was much better uh, than Oklahoma. Now I got to think Oklahoma's getting into the conversation a little bit. We know Texas Tech has had a down season, but they had a big win the other night. Aaron, if you had to pick between West Virginia 
uh, Oklahoma, and Texas Tech. How would you rank the bottom of the Big 12 basketball right now, knowing that, quite honestly, for instance, almost any of those teams would be the third or fourth best team in the Pac-12? I think we've just about established that. Pac-12 right now is only projecting to get two teams in the Big 12 tournament. Aaron, the three teams I just put forth to you, rank them for me, best to worst. Texas Tech, West Virginia, Oklahoma. West Virginia and Oklahoma are close, but on a neutral court, I think West Virginia beat them. All right. But I, I think only seven teams get in the tournament. I know people have been saying eight teams, but that seems like too much. I don't care how good the conference is, West Virginia should not be making the uh, NCAA tournament if they end up with like six or seven wins in conference. I, don't, I mean, again, it's a great – I get it. I get it. There's an argument to be made if they're 7-11 and and they win the first game in the conference tournament. There's maybe an argument to be made, but I don't think – I mean, I, I get it. I get how great the conference is, but I don't think you want some weakling – representing your conference in the tournament. And all three teams we just mentioned are national weaklings. Make no mistake, except for the fact Oklahoma keeps knocking off these big-time teams. I mean, Oklahoma embarrasses itself half the time. They looked awful Saturday against Kansas, and then they bounce back. Aaron, I looked at the, I happened to look at the attendance since I was talking about the Lloyd Noble Center yesterday. How many think that place holds like, I don't know, 13,000, 14,000 people? Lloyd Noble Center holds a lot of people. Aaron, how many people do you think showed up to see OU knock off Kansas State? 4,500. 50. 50, they announced 5,300, which means it's more like what you said. <laughs> means it's probably around 3,800 people showed up. I was watching some of the highlights, and I thought, man, how embarrassing is that? To, to, to be knocking off a top 15 team, and you look up there, and like the only people are celebrating are a couple of Sigma Chi's. A couple of SAEs wandered in from drinking. And they say, hey, what are y'all doing? What are y'all doing over here? Oh, they got a basketball game. Oh, I think I got the student ID that my parents bought me that I hadn't used in a while. I think that gets us in. Y'all want to go in there? Oh, man. And they got to, they were treated to a game. Now, the Bears are getting ready for, Aaron, these seems seem forever when you play on a Monday night. But they're playing Saturday against the Jayhawks. Aaron, if Baylor beats Kansas... Will Baylor suddenly be a, a projected as a number one seed? I mean, if you look at how much Lenardi and everybody loves Kansas, you got to say that Baylor is playing Saturday for a possible number one seed. Again, you can't win that game, then go lose three more, and then still be a number one seed. I think they could put themselves in position. If they win, they would really secure a number two seed almost at the worst. Almost at the worst. I mean, they could even lose to Texas at home. If they beat KU on the road, they could lose the following Saturday to Texas at home, and they still might be a number two seed. Aaron, are you buying that? Are you buying that the Bears, a win over Kansas, almost certainly secures them a number two seed? Now, again, I'm ruling out like an 0-4 finish or whatever. What are they now, Aaron? 9-4. How many more games they got to finish? 13. They got five more games. 
So let's say if they win and and then um and then the rest of the way went three and two or four and one, would they be a number two seed? I think if they beat Kansas and especially if they were about say four and one and one of those was Texas at home, I think they'd definitely be a number one seed. Wow. Beat Texas at home, beat KU on the road. Aaron's talking number one seed, and uh, I find this uh, I find this interesting. So there is a lot of stuff going around today because of these interviews your Mark's doing, because of some of the things he's saying. Uh, there are there, there's renewed expansion talk. All right. I am curious on the text line, man. Our response from you guys has been awesome lately. Who do you want? If they're going to add to what will be 12 teams, let's take Texas and OU out, okay? they got one more football season, and then they're gone. Let's take Texas and OU out of the mix. And so it'll be the new, the four new teams matching up with the eight leftover teams. I don't like that word. The eight survivors, whatever you want to call it. But uh, those 12 teams, who do you want? Do you like the four corners that we've kind of talked about? Utah, Colorado, Arizona, Arizona State. Does Oregon State do anything for you? I mean, would you target, would you? Would they be like a, a package deal? Oregon and Oregon State. Like, Aaron, if you could have the four I mentioned, or you could get Oregon and Oregon State as a twosome, which would you go with? Would you stick with the, the, the security and numbers of the foursome? The four corners, or would you go with the two Oregon schools? I would go with the four corner schools. But if the four corner schools leave, Oregon's going to have to reevaluate their options unless they want to be in a Pac-12 that's even weaker than it is now, which is, especially in basketball, pretty weak. Yeah, this is really fascinating, all the stuff that's starting to come out. And uh, we'll uh, endeavor to... uh, We'll kind of that podcast was about to be released this afternoon. I always love it when stuff's breaking right before we come on. We'll jump in there. I'll try to sample some of it during during breaks and uh, and let you know what was said. But I do like your mark going into the belly of the beast. I really like it. I really I like that and and, and talking to the Pac-12 now. A reminder. John Werner, the esteemed, I mean, he should be sports writer of the year every year. He does it. He he does it well. He's done it for a long time, and he knows the Bears. And I've got a lot to bounce off of him. John and I, we have great conversations, kind of like when you hear Jerry and I get together. Jerry Hill, man, we got we got a lot of stuff to talk about because we've been at all these games for, like, generations. All right, I was doing this stuff when I was five years old. Jerry, Jerry's the same. I mean, John's the same. Um, uh, let's see here. Okay, yeah. So we got lots. We got lots going on. That's at five o'clock, and then we'll uh, continue to get into this. By the way, Tiger is back out there, and I'm kind of excited about this story. Aaron, uh, in a pro am, played like sixteen holes. All right, went out there and uh, and played some, and 
course, this is his big... Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know what that sounds mean? That sound means it's... Uh, that's breaking news. Uh, Aaron stepping into our situation room as we speak. Aaron, what do you have for us? The Austin American Statesman is reporting that the domestic violence charge against former UT basketball coach Chris Beard is being dropped, DA Jose Garza announced. Okay. Now, there are several reasons for this. And, you know, you that doesn't necessarily mean I don't think Texas is now rethinking or like, oh, should we get Chris back? No, no, no. They've already made their decision. He put them all in an awful spot with what happened that evening. This just means, for whatever reason, they can't bring the charges. It doesn't rise to the level they don't think they have the evidence to even um, take this before a grand jury. Uh, You know, he's obviously been bailed out. He was arrested, all of that, and... The charges being dropped, what it probably means is Beard's going to have a much easier time finding another job in college basketball. This will stick with him. Now, when, when charges get dropped like this, it's not like, oh, my gosh, he's, Chris did nothing wrong. Well, no, that's not the way people look at these things, but uh, it is a very interesting development, and it makes you think that perhaps the victim um, – you know, which was his fiance. some of the things that she said in a public letter that was written uh, where uh, she recanted some of what uh, uh, he had been accused of and, and, uh, and assumed some of the blame and all that, that uh, maybe some of that was taken into consideration. They don't always, they, they might weigh that and they may think about that, but that doesn't always change because obviously sometimes people uh, and victims in those cases feel like they have to do that or they're worried about things, worried about what could happen to them if they don't do that. So a lot of, uh, lot of, uh, a lot of different angles in this story. But uh, very, very interesting as uh, Aaron breaks in there with the news from the Austin American statesman that the charges against – um, Chris Beard have been dropped. All right, and uh, I'm looking for that news story as we speak. It's probably on the Statesman uh, Twitter, but uh, very, very interesting as we see what's going to happen moving forward there. All right, more Big 12 as uh, things seem to be moving sort of quickly right now and th- things seem to be imploding for the Pac-12, and then we'll react a little bit more to this breaking news that Chris, the, uh, the charges against uh, Chris Beard have been dropped. That's all next. Recently on Game Time. Let's welcome into the program Jim Hallard. Think about the difference in this team right now in the team that started 0-3 in the Big 12. This coaching staff has done a marvelous job bringing this team along and with every day John back in the lineup, it's a whole new dynamic. This team is capable of making it to the Final Four, but unfortunately there's about five other teams in the Big 12 that are in the same boat. Game Time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Save to Win at First Central Credit Union. Only $25 to start your Save to Win account. Win up to $5,000 in quarterly prizes. Save to Win must be activated January 1st through April 30th. First Central Save to Win account is the smartest way to save. Everything we do, we do for you. Speak with a member services rep for details. Go online at firstcentralcu.com. Subject to membership eligibility and application policies, member NCUA. Early each morning... As we turn on the lights and heat up the fryers, then prepare the food. The owners of Bush's Chicken are working for you. Our owners are husbands and wives, sisters and brothers. We are family and we take joy in our family serving your family. Before you end your day, we hope you'll stop by. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Las Vegas Raiders released Derek Carr yesterday after the veteran quarterback declined to waive his no-trade clause and just before the $40 million of his contract would have been guaranteed. Arizona Cardinals hired Philadelphia Eagles defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon as their new head coach. In the Big 12 last night, Kansas beat Oklahoma State 87-76 and OU beat Kansas State 79-65. Tonight, it's TCU at Iowa State. Baylor women on the road tonight at Kansas State, 6.30 tip-off, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Other games in the Big 12 tonight, Texas Tech at OU and Kansas at West Virginia. Dallas Mavericks in Denver tonight, tip is at 8 o'clock. Rangers pitchers and catchers report to Arizona today. 
Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. On is the Matt Mosley Show. Wednesday afternoon, ESPN Central Texas here in Sexton alongside. You heard the breaking news sounder go off. And um, this is interesting news this afternoon. Tony Plotsky had this, the investigative reporter for the Austin American Statesman, as well as the ABC affiliate there in Austin, KVU, KVUE. And um, the domestic violence charge against former UT basketball coach Chris Beard is being dropped. DA uh, Jose Garza announces. So, you know, a lot of times you just, you know, there's an arrest made, and as they start to uh, gather and make a case, to, to move forward, sometimes either there's um, they don't think they have enough evidence. They maybe there's mitigating cir- circumstances. They now have statements. We already had seen one statement from the alleged victim in this case, which was his fiance, Chris Beard's fiance. So, you know, there's there's a there's a variety of things that can cause a D.A. a D.A. not to move forward and uh and put this in front of a grand jury and uh and try to to move on. Now, I don't know what this means for Beard except for it's certainly a positive development for him and because of the statements we've already seen for the fiance, you wouldn't think there'll be any sort of other forthcoming charges or anything else. Uh and you don't think the DA will uh move forward with anything. So, again, I don't think this means well, I know it won't mean Texas is going to try to bring back Chris Beard. That ship has sailed, and they've moved on down the road, and they may end up sticking, depending on how UT finishes the season, they could end up sticking with this interim coach. They will not make the, him the head basketball coach there, I wouldn't think, uh, this season. Although if they got deep in the NCAA tournament, I could almost see – something happen happening along those lines like okay we're taking the interim tag off but i kind of think they'll wait until after the season to see what they do with uh, rodney there so that'll be uh that'll be interesting but interesting news coming out of uh austin this afternoon now john werner gonna join us at uh uh, at five o'clock today, and there's a lot of there's a lot of Baylor basketball stuff I want to get into, and, um, and and there's some stuff about like where the Baylor's seating, and I think there'll be some interesting stuff to uh, to get there. Now, I I'm interested in the fact that Brett Yormark, the commissioner of the Big Twelve, went in went on with the Pac-12's most well-known media folks. John Canzano, who for many years has been in the Portland area and used to be with a newspaper and kind of does his own thing, I remember him talking about the Trailblazers. In past years, though, he's gotten way more into Oregon and Oregon State in the Pac-12, so now he's kind of known for college football. And then John Wilner 
has always been known for Pac-12 football and Pac-12 basketball, and he writes for the San Jose newspaper. They have a podcast together, uh, Kenzano and Wilner. Now, Kenzano and I have gone back and forth a lot. Unfortunately, some of his radio stuff happens during our show, but they've been really cool about, you know, perhaps jumping on with us at some point. But they had um, they had uh, Brett Yormark on, and they're crediting uh, Big 12 Vice President of Communication Bob Berta, B-U-R-D-A, uh, friend, of a, friend of our show, for uh, facilitating this uh, interview. So I'm anxious to listen to this. Aaron, you can get that on uh, Apple Podcast, and uh, that's going to be that's going to be very interesting. So I've been kind of watching to see what Kenzano and Wilner are going to say about it, like what they're tweeting about it, and I think uh, I think this is going to be I think this is going to be really really interesting. Now, uh, early in February, Wilner, in fact, had a big story on the Pac-12's meteorites. There's some stories out there right now that the that CBS has pulled out of the the Pac-12 negotiations, and that that was a devastating blow to the Pac-12. Now, no, as I said yesterday, knowing how awful that was for the Big 12 when everybody was stranded and every everybody was looking to see what they were going to do, I don't necessarily. Poke it. I mean, I, I kind of try to remember that when I'm thinking about the Pac-12. But it has been entertaining to watch the commissioner of the Big 12 basically seemingly troll the commissioner of the Pac-12. And I don't think that's exactly what he's doing, but he certainly hasn't shown any fear. And in this podcast that I'm referencing, that came up. That came up about what his relationship is with Klyavkov, the, uh, the commissioner. Now, a headline on one of these uh, sites, Outkick, which covers the intersection between, well, they're kind of a conservative site, also covers sports. The Pac-12 reportedly suffered a devastating blow after CBS dropped out of media negotiations. Will the conference be able to land a new deal? Things are looking really bad at the moment. Aaron, that might have something to do with that Pac-12 statement. All right, that we saw go out in the past, oh, I don't know, 48 hours, where they said, hey, everything's okay here. Everything continues to be okay. And, Aaron, as I, as I go around right now looking at what's trending across college football, college athletics in general, I get to, like, Heartland College Sports, whatever they are. And their headline, is the Pac-12 in trouble? Um, the This part... Aaron, that I was sharing with you earlier, speaks to, and it may be something we're able to uh, play at some point, The um, it's a clip speaking to the Pac-12's media struggles. And again, this was on Andrew Marshawn from the, uh, he, he may be New York Daily, po- Daily News, and uh, he is uh, Andrew Marshawn, Bra- oh, New York Post, I'm sorry. He's with one of the tabloids. New York Post sports media columnist. Now, Aaron, I'm sorry, I missed. Aaron was communicating something with me. Aaron, do we have this? We do. It's about a, a little over a minute long. Uh, oh, okay. From uh, 
the podcast with um, Andrew Marshawn. Okay, and this is Andrew Marshawn. Uh, excellent work, Aaron. The uh, the guy I just mentioned who breaks a ton of media news, and I believe he's talking to John Urand from uh, Sports Business Journal, known as SBJ, and they've broken a lot of the uh, a lot of the uh, realignment news. Let's listen in a little bit of what they're discussing. Um, Aaron, I hope I didn't send you the wrong thing here. I just saw a Greg Olson, Tom Brady thing. <laughs> no, no, but it's no. him. Oh, we got uh, okay, praising good, good. Greg okay. Yormark. Got it, got it. I'll, let's hear what he has to say about the Big 12 commissioner. It's Brett Yormark of the Big 12, and it's Brett Yormark for a couple of reasons. One, you talk to media executives, they're blown away by Yormark and the job that Yormark has done. When he came the uh, Big 12 was in disarray, and he was able to uh, work out a media deal. He was able to, to uh, work out uh, a, a deal to have Texas and Oklahoma leave early and, and make it actually work for the conference. And uh, the media executives I, I talked to, all of them mentioned Brett Yormark as, as uh, somebody who's doing a, a just a, a really credible job. So I, I want to make him who's up. I'm picking him this week because he engineered that deal to get Oklahoma and Texas uh, to leave a year early. Uh, it's a, an exit fee of around $100 million that they're going to reallocate to all the, the Big 12 schools. So it's making the Big 12 uh, you know, more financially sound. And really, Andrew, we talk about this all the time, and they're not going to like this in Pac-12 offices, but it's clear now that he totally outmaneuvered the Pac-12 in getting his media deal finished early. I mean that is really, really interesting to you know uh, that to hear somebody who's not really connected, and, and that's a big time podcast that uh, Andrew Marchand has from the uh, New York Post, and and he breaks a ton of media news. In fact, you know, it used to be the big media guy was Rudy Marsky uh, with uh, USA Today, and this guy has become huge media. Uh, breaking news guy, Andrew Marchand. And then the guy he was talking to, John Urand, does a great job and is well-connected and well-sourced in that area. Now, Aaron, I, I just was doing some quick math trying to think about this, and, and we probably did this the other day, but I was doing it again, thinking about that $100 million in um, exit fees and how that will be reallocated. And if they do it evenly – uh, among the hateful eight or the uh, the eight holdovers who uh, form the uh, uh, and of course we'll add the new the, the 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 incoming four, but the eight, I believe, will certainly end up with the bulk of the reallocation of that money. And again, there's different things. I mean, who knows? Some of this may have to, you know, you got to at some point pay the lawyers and all the people who put all this together and the contracts and things that are signed. But Aaron, roughly. Twelve and a half million dollars per school. Twelve and a half million. So basically, saying uh, to tie it to our people, Baylor gets twelve and a half million for Texas and OU getting to uh, leave early. That's really nice. I mean, that's really now. I mean, there's think about what they lost in the pandemic and um, and in and, and all the cuts they had to make and 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 uh, belt tightening. So 
again, I think it's as uh, I think it, Brett Yarmark has uh, has done a tremendous job. All right, it is time for something we call Campus Confidential. Aaron, this has been already a very heavy college day, but that's okay. Some days we had breaking news uh, that Aaron, I'm sure, will want to get back into uh, involving former University of Texas coach Chris Beard, uh, men's basketball coach, that is, and uh, in his uh, arrest and, and what has happened with that. We'll address that and a lot of other topics uh, college topics. We'll do it next in Campus Confidential. Scott Drew and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears headed to Lawrence to take on Kansas this Saturday. 2.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 3 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Right here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and... Your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. The next time you have an overnight stay in Waco for business or pleasure, remember to book a friendly Bellmead and Waco area hospitality option. The Holiday Inn and Suites, Waco Northwest, Best Western Inn, Quality Inn, Days Inn, and Econa Lodge will all welcome you to Central Texas and make your stay memorable. These properties are all located at the Interstate 35 and North Loop 340 intersection and are conveniently located to attractions such as Baylor University, Magnolia Market and Silos, and Cameron Park Zoo. The Bellmead Chamber of Commerce is proud to support the La Vega High School girls basketball team as they make their UIL playoff run to the state championship. The city of Bellmead is growing, and the Bellmead Chamber of Commerce is partnering with the city to make Bellmead a place for people to call home, as well as a place for visitors to come eat, shop, stay, and enjoy. Each year, the Bellmead Chamber of Commerce supports La Vega ISD through scholarships for graduating seniors. The Bellmead Chamber of Commerce says, Go Lady Pirates! You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Hey guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, but have you ever given a gift just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of great gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big O key rings, candles, and jewelry. And as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. 
the story of the nurse and the foot pain that nearly brought him down. I feel like I'm giving people their lives back. Robert lived to take care of his patients, but he couldn't do it unless he took care of his foot pain. I have plantar fasciitis. It'll almost put you on your knees. That's how much it hurts. His own recovery started when he got fitted for arch supports at the Good Feet store. Now that I'm pain-free, I can make these people feel better. Can't beat that. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Las Vegas Raiders released Derek Carr yesterday after the veteran quarterback declined to waive his no-trade clause and just before the $40 million of his contract would have been guaranteed. Arizona Cardinals hire Philadelphia Eagles defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon as their new head coach. In the Big 12 last night, Kansas beat Oklahoma State 87-76, and OU beat Kansas State 79-65. Tonight, it's TCU at Iowa State. Baylor women on the road tonight at Kansas State, 6.30 tip-off, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Other games in the Big 12 tonight, Texas Tech at OU and Kansas at West Virginia. Dallas Mavericks in Denver tonight, tip is at 8 o'clock. Rangers pitchers and catchers report to Arizona today. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is time for some Campus Confidential. Get some breaking news we need to share with you. We've got uh, we've got a lot across the uh, the world of college athletics, including Aaron. I don't know if you were going to get to this today, but uh, whoo, disturbing story coming out of uh, New Mexico State that continues to gain more and more national attention, and of course, uh, athletics wise and, and otherwise, uh, the situation at Michigan State an extremely uh, sad situation there. But Aaron. I'll let you start wherever you uh, deem appropriate. What do you What do you have for us? We will start with the big story of the day. Travis County District Attorney Jose Garza dismissed the domestic violence case against former Texas Longhorns heads men, head men's basketball coach Chris Beard. Garza said today, quote, after a careful and thorough review of the evidence, recent public statements, and considering Ms. True's wishes, our office has determined that a felony offense cannot be proven beyond a reasonable doubt. Beard was suspended indefinitely without pay. Later the day, he was arrested by Texas Athletics, and he was fired on January 5th. Associate head coach Rodney Terry has since taken over as the interim head coach. All right. Uh, this does not mean Texas, of course, will go back to him as a coach. He embarrassed university, the program himself, uh, everybody involved. This just means that um, they, they don't think they can make a case. And given some of the statements... Um, and, and Aaron, I found that interesting, and, and I want to make sure I got that right. Did he did he reference the statement that the alleged victim made as as one of the reasons they didn't move forward? The Travis the Travis County uh, DA, because he he said you know he based this on like public statements and and some statements. Did he say anything specifically about the alleged victims? Um, letter or anything like that uh he did he said uh, part of the quote he said considering miss true's wishes 
which is obviously her desire that charges aren't pressed against Chris Beard, was the okay, only she, thing in his statement about her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what I was wondering. Um, and uh, so that is uh, obviously uh, Chris Beard's fiance. Now, what this will do, uh, again, he's still, um, he, you know, this is obviously set back his career. And, I, we, we, you know, we'll never know exactly what was going on. We might have been a trial or even some kind of settlement. Who knows? Might have found out more. I don't know if we'll ever truly know what all went on that evening. But with the charges dropped and, and not pursuing that, I, his, his career is obviously profoundly impacted. But somebody... More than ever, I, you know, I was already saying he's probably going to get another chance and we'd have to see what happened in court. Now that the charges have been dropped, somebody will come forward. Uh, and I don't know what level it will be, but he'll coach in college again. He's too good of a coach not to get that opportunity. Um, but um, it's, it's, it'll be interesting because given what happened, it'll take a kind of the, the kind of place that and they'll say, hey, everybody deserves second chances, all that kind of thing. Um, extremely talented coaches or players are generally the ones who get the, um, the second chances. And uh, he will not get his second chance at the University of Texas. I got to wonder, I, I think he'll coach at a Division I school. I just don't exactly know where it'll be. I will say he's very well connected across college basketball. It will take a um, it will take an AD who doesn't mind some of the blowback, and, and of course because it's a it's it's men's basketball instead of football, there won't be quite as much media blowback as would be the case if this involved football. But I I, I assure you, he will now get another chance. And there is a there is a pretty well, Aaron. I would say it's almost a hundred percent, unless he decides not to, that he'll be coaching elsewhere next season. Do you agree with that or disagree with that? No, I agree. He 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 will have a. I don't have much doubt that he'll have a head coaching job at a Division One university next year. All right, and um, where that will be, we'll just have to see. But uh, listen, and he's got. I can think of one huge media buddy that he has that was just constantly singing his praises that now that this is out there will uh, will kind of rally to his side and help him with whatever's next. Uh, and Aaron, I think you you may be know you may know who I have in mind. Okay, Aaron, what else do we have today? We reported on the Pac-12 statement that was. Uh, released by the Pac-12 presidents yesterday saying that they expect a new media deal soon and that they are kind of in it together as far as getting a new media deal. Multiple reports today, though, paint a pretty bleak picture for the Pac-12 going forward. Brett McMurphy from the Action Network reported that CBS and Turner are no longer involved in the Pac-12 media rights negotiations, which basically leaves ESPN and Streaming for the Pac-12, The Athletic also reporting that the Pac-12's financial request could be off by roughly $100 million annually. George Klavkoff, the Pac-12 commissioner, reportedly wants annual payouts to be at least $40 million. Now, the uh, 
reports are saying that it might not even top the Big 12's 31.6 million that they got in their most recent contract extension. And just looking at it from my view, I don't see how they would top it with basically no bidders. And uh, the Outkick reporting basically that Amazon wants one big game a week and that's it. No, man. Wow. Wow. That is really interesting. I was going to say Aaron Peacock. I'm okay with them being on Peacock, although Peacock, didn't they get involved in something else? I think Peacock might have jumped in with Big Ten. One of the Big Ten. They got one of the uh, yeah one of the Big Ten games on on uh, Saturday, along with they they have the night game, uh, along with they got part of that along with ESPN and CBS. Okay, I mean, are we? I just don't want Peacock to it to take up so much bandwidth that they can't put Yellowstone on Peacock, Aaron. All right. <laughs> Now, last night, uh, people can kind of help me on this. I was kind of looking around for where I get season five. I did not watch season five live because I had to catch up on Yellowstone. I kind of watched it early, then I got tired of it, and then I decided to come back to it, and I kind of like it. It's a guilty pleasure. And then I got to, I, I, I realized that season five is not yet on Peacock. And now I think it will be fairly soon. But to get those episodes. I think I have to pay for individual episodes on Amazon Prime. That's the only thing I can figure out. If anybody else out there has found a way to get those Season 5 things on a different platform, why don't you text us, 254-662-1660. I mean, that's really what the text line is for, Aaron, is my personal TV (laughs) viewing. Just kind of help me through. Uh, The CNC Collision Center text line, you think that's why they signed up? to kind of help Mosley get, um, you know, get some suggestions on that kind of thing. But last night, Aaron, I chose the 299 HD, so I'm just paying like 299 per episode. Well, that's not a very efficient deal. Like if there's like six or seven episodes, I'm going to pay more than I would be for a whole, you know, subscription to Peacock or wherever, one of these things. So I don't. I don't love my choice. It was a very uh, c- a compulsive type thing. I just was like, man, I'd like to see season five. And so I just started firing away. Don't you hate that, Aaron, when you have to buy a two ninety nine? Even though in the whole scheme of life, we spend 3 bucks and 19 cents for a cup of coffee at Starbucks. For some reason, though, two ninety nine for an episode of Yellowstone, I felt like I was being, you know, kind of... I, I thought they were doing something to me, you know, kind of, kind of, you know, I, it just didn't feel good. All right, Aaron, um, what else do we have? I'm sure the text line, we're going to start hearing from our people. Harry Mosley, here's how you do it. Get Sling TV <laughs> and then look over here on the queue, whatever. There's, I'm sure there are different ways to get it. But right now, the only way I can figure out for, to get season five streaming of Yellowstone is the Amazon Prime per episode or buy the whole season for $39. So I don't want to do that. I, I'd rather wait till it comes out on Peacock. All right, Aaron, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say I thought it may be on Paramount Plus, which I get, but I don't, I don't watch Yellowstone, but it's not. They have the both of the prequels, which is 1893 and 1923, I think. Uh, but, yeah, they, yeah, 
Paramount 18. Plus is not an option as far as uh, You're the right. new season of Yellowstone. 1883. Ah, okay. Yeah, and then 1923. I'm thinking that's what it is. Uh, I have not watched those. Again, text in if either of those are good. I don't really want to commit to either one until I'm told which is the better prequel. 1893 or 1883? Aaron, we've hit like three different decades now. Right, we said so many different dates. 1923. That's the one with Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren. Big-time actors in those prequels. This is all very fascinating to me. Um, we'll see. We'll see how. Oh, by the way, Aaron, there's a there's a uh, there's a show on Paramount Plus called. You remember the show that was called like The Good Wife? It used to be on CBS. It was a pretty good show, mm-hmm. and um, the the some of the actors from that are on a show that's on Paramount Plus called The Good Fight. Or Good Fight or The Good Fight. Good legal drama. That's some good watching right there. Paramount Plus. The only one I don't do is the Hulu. For whatever reason, I've drawn a line in the sand, and I'm not willing to step over for Hulu. Probably because I just never wanted to see that handmaiden or the maid whatever that was that looked as bleak like the bleakest i thought that was good like if you want depression watch that show the handmaiden's tell or whatever that is i I just that did that really and i and i was tempted if i had gotten hulu i probably would have watched it because i like that actress something moss kate moss or whatever uh okay aaron elizabeth moss is her name aaron what else do we have well we were talking about the uh, pac-12 and their struggles getting a media rights deal. I also have some more audio from the uh, Marshawn and Oran podcast where they talk about the Pac-12's struggles securing a new media rights deal. My understanding with Amazon, I've talked to you about this before, they don't want tonnage. So could they go for the Pac-12? Yeah, I think they could. But I think that there's a better chance that maybe they save up for the NBA, NASCAR, um, and I don't think that they're going to go crazy. So I think you can end up on Amazon, but it's not, you're not ending up on a streamer. You know, as you know, we think Thursday night football has been successful. I'm not sure if it works as well with the pac 12. Um, you're not ending up on a streamer. If you do, you kind of want to get paid out the nose that uh, I'm not going to say, I, I, you never want to say hundred percent. I 99.9% if they am, end up on Amazon, it's going to just be a comparable price that you get from networks. Nothing crazy, uh, you know, where they outbid everybody by a lot. I don't see that happening. And I don't and think here's, the, here's the problem on that Andrew is that if they end up on Amazon, Amazon only wants one, one game package, yeah. like a game, a game a week, Amazon only wants the top game. Well, they're not going to skim and give that top game to, to Amazon. That's that's what's valuable for, about this package. So they're trying to, to 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 keep that and make you know the second, third, maybe even fourth game available. And so that's that's part of the negotiation that's happening with Amazon right now. And that brings us to ESPN and Bob Iger's comment on the earnings call for Disney. He mentioned Jimmy Pitaro and how they're going to have to be more selective. You talked about that last week. Um, so I don't know if they're not getting ESPN, they're not getting Amazon, they're not getting Fox. 
Oh, could someone like Apple be a wild card? But the problem with Apple is that you're still on a streamer. It's just not as well known. I don't know if that works. And there's just no proof. Even if it works for Thursday Night Football, it's the NFL. It's Thursday night. It's an exclusive game. There's so many elements that you say, okay, you combine with Amazon, the power of Amazon, and how much um, uh, reach they have with all their services, you know, specifically Amazon Prime Video. Does that work? My understanding. You know, I... I really, uh, I'd like, Aaron, I think now that we're hearing all this, it's time for another Pac-12 statement to go out. I'd like to see another (laughs) statement where they say everything's fine here, nothing to see. Wow. Wow. This is really, really bad. Uh, Bad news for them. Okay. Now, good news for our listeners because – my longtime friend and the esteemed writer from the Waco Trib, John Werner, Baylor beat writer extraordinaire, is joining us next. This is ESPN Central Texas. From the first workout to the last practice, sports is an incredible and rewarding challenge. Hi, everyone. This is Dan Ingham with the First National Bank of Central Texas, and we're proud to support each athlete, every parent, and our educators. From families, small businesses, to the biggest industry, we're here to help. With remarkable products like mortgage lending, we've got banking ideas that fuel big dreams. The First National Bank of Central Texas, familiar faces making local decisions. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Do you know that this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? But there's good news. You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care for local hospital patients who need life-saving transfusions. So do what I do. Take a break, donate blood, and save lives. Schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org. That's carterbloodcare.org. Or call 800-366-2834 for more info. And help save a life with Carter Blood Care. Twice named one of the top barbecue joints by Texas Monthly Magazine, you're invited to try out the Central Texas-style flavors at Hellberg Barbecue. Hellberg Barbecue is a family-owned roadside barbecue joint with a heavy focus on quality, consistency, and customer service. Everything is scratch-made in-house and cut to order. You might wait in line a little longer, and you might pay a little extra, but once you've had it, you'll understand. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6, Waco, at hellbergbarbecue.com and on Facebook. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. The La Vega Pirates Education Foundation was founded in 2012 to support innovative and creative educational opportunities for students and teachers in La Vega ISD. Last year, the foundation provided over $101,000 in funding through grants and initiatives. Every dollar counts, and we need yours to help reach our goals. Visit piratesfoundation.org today to see how you can give the students and teachers in La Vega ISD the newest innovations in learning. Hurrah, Lady Pirates! If your vendor does not value your feedback, you're with the wrong one. At UBO Business Services, we are serious about being in the service business. We send a survey after every service call. If it's positive, we call or email them with a thank you for their feedback. If it is negative, we call to see how we can make it better. No matter what your business is, we are all in the customer service business. In your office, if your sticker does not say UBO on the machine, do they really care? Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or UBEO.com. 
From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Helberg Barbecue, Maya Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Versa Lift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, and uh, John Werner of the Waco Trib is joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. John, as you heard, lots of sponsors of this show. My gosh, I mean, can you imagine what they would do if they knew they could get a Werner weekly hit, like a scheduled, I mean, I even think the Waco Trib would sponsor that. We ought to look into that. Uh, John, how are you this afternoon? Have you had a good, like, hike or any good, have you gotten Actually, a good workout in today? I a bike ride. Yeah, I just Ooh. got off a bike ride, uh, yeah, for about an hour. Uh, went up Jacob's Ladder, not with a bike, walked up. Uh, okay. But, yeah, yeah, great day to be outside. Little, uh, little windy, but uh, the temps are where they need to be. And uh, you know, I, I used to be a man that loved a bike ride. I ran into some issues uh, out on a, on a trail at one point, but uh, love yes, getting out there. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, but uh, but that was. Uh, you gotta get yeah, back on the bike. Yeah, so to speak. I I got back on the <laughs> tennis court. Is what I did. I just kind of <laughs> changed sports. And that would be um, like a transition. Who would be who would be somebody I remember Kim Gorham used to be way into tennis the former uh, Waco Trib sports editor who would be somebody in the local media that would occasionally play tennis with me if I you know if I if I was uh, oh. so inclined I mean I don't I don't know if Jerry I mean there's a lot of stuff Jerry and I could do and go have a good time I don't know if tennis is really he likes covering tennis I don't know if he plays yeah, tennis, though. He's not a bad player. He's really? Good. Now, I haven't seen him play in like 15 years, so his skills could have declined since then. Yeah, you know, uh, odds are. What about, uh, what about Bryce Cherry? Is, is he a man that is there any is there any sport that he might play, like racquetball or tennis, or is there anything he might be willing to do? I, I think he'd take a shot at just about anything. Oh really? Now he's an he's an excellent disc golfer. <laughs> I, I'm I need something that'll get me moving around. I don't I don't well, need there's I, some walking involved. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh and uh talking to John Warner, the Waco Trib. John, tell me about that start, by the way, to the uh Baylor softball season. I kinda I know you uh, you you love the softball program and have enjoyed covering that over the years. We're all good friends with Glenn Moore, of course. What um, that that to me just for and again, I don't know those programs. I do know Arkansas, but the other programs they played, I'm not totally sure how good those teams are going to be. But they really seem to perform pretty well. And then the Arkansas team that was ranked like I don't know, like top ten in the country. They they that that was a nip and tuck game. They had that thing eight to seven. I think they ended up losing eleven to seven. Where do you think right. the the softball team is? And I guess by the way, we'll find out, won't we, on 
what is that Sunday afternoon at this uh, this Getterman Classic? They've got a they've got a very interesting matchup looming. Yes, they do have Oklahoma coming for a non-conference game. Now, apparently, the Sooners, they might have a little difficulty scheduling because nobody really wants to play them. So, uh, you know, I think that might be one reason they ended up here. But, yeah, you know, uh, I think Baylor's offense is much better. Uh, they got a transfer, uh, Shea Govan from uh, SFA, first baseman, hit a grand slam against Arkansas. Uh, they've got a couple uh, transfers up the middle, uh, Presley Pylon, uh, Amber Tovin. Um, they, they have really solidified the defense. I think probably the question now is if Derry uh, Orme uh, can can really get back in, into the swing of it. Uh, she's had this nerve issue in her ribs. Uh, she set out the fall. They're bringing her back slowly, uh, pitching her like three innings per game, uh, you know, just – well, like last weekend, she pitched three innings on Friday and then three innings on a Sunday, I believe. But yeah, anyway. Uh, but yeah, I think they're going to be a better team. Uh, they're, they're probably pretty motivated. They're not. They're not in the top twenty-five. Picked fourth in a very top-heavy conference with uh, OU, OSU, and Texas, all top ten-level teams. So, uh, so yeah, I think there's a lot to look forward to there. Yeah, and that, and that that is interesting because I don't think Glenn, like a lot of coaches, was in was loving the whole portal idea early on. But as we've seen, John, you you either get with it or you get left behind in that area. We've seen the Baylor football team more be more aggressive in the portal, and now uh, Co- Glenn Moore has gotten in there. And boy, Mitch Thompson by necessity. Uh, that's going to be interesting, John, to see Mitch back at it on the baseball. I mean, you, he, you talk about having to bring up a team from scratch. You got young players, you got transfers, you got just a few holdovers. But there were, I mean, I think they got some pretty good pitching come back, uh, coming back. But uh, that's that's pretty rough when you you have like two returning home runs. Uh, that is, and and and, and Mc, you know McKenzie. I'm, I'm trying to think of some of those guys, Trey. Richardson comes to mind. They had some really fine players either transferred out or uh, or, or in the pros now. And I think one of those players might be the starting shortstop for the TCU team now, which will be tough to, to see him over there. But that that'll be that'll be fascinating to see how Baylor baseball looks. I mean, I I think it's all good though because they it's like they ranked them last, didn't they? And that seemed to get in Mitch's yeah. crawl. A little bit, John. So, I, but I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing for someone that's trying to to kind of to start up a program and get it flipped. Yeah, uh, obviously they'll have a whole lot of motivation, and we all know Mitch can recruit. Uh, he can spot talent, so I think they're probably going to do better than people think. All right, did you see this Chris Beard story? They dropped the charges against Chris Beard, the DA in Travis County. Uh, really interesting to see, you know, what's going on there. Uh, John, we were talking about it. I don't think Chris Beard will be out of coaching long, and especially now that the, the charges have been dropped. Do you think he'll be coaching somewhere next season? And and if so, what level do you think he'll come back? You know, sometimes guys kind of have to, I wouldn't say start over, but maybe not at a frontline type job. Um, but this guy obviously has an incredible reputation as a coach. 
Do you do you think we'll see him coaching again next season somewhere? I, I think it's highly likely. Yeah, and uh, I don't think it would be higher than a mid-major level school. Although you never know. I mean, you know, a, a team that's been struggling for a long time might take a, a shot at them. But you know, uh, there would still be questions to answer. Uh, I mean, you know, Texas didn't didn't even wait until you know, everything was finished, really. I mean, they, they didn't wait until now to make the decision. They had all they needed to know. So, um, yeah, but I, I think he, I would expect him to be coaching next year. All right, John Warner from the Waco Trib joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Uh, what about everyday John and what he's brought to this team? We never thought – we, we honestly didn't even know if we'd see him this season. Now that we're seeing him, it's kind of shocking how polished, how good he looks on offense. Played 24 minutes the other night. Do you, John, view this team and its ceiling completely differently than you did before EJ uh, returned to the lineup? John Wachachua, do you – do you have a completely different feeling than even three games ago uh, when he uh, when he returned to the fold? Yeah, I sure do. I mean, uh, you know, just what he brings to the floor, well, just by being there for one thing. I mean, his teammates are so excited to have him back. And pretty much anybody you talk to on that team, they say he's the heart of the team. He's a great communicator out there. Uh, boy, he really raises the, the defensive intensity. Uh, he's a good rebounder, and, uh, you know, he's automatically their best defensive player now, I think. You know, he's probably maybe still kind of getting back to the groove a little bit there. But, boy, I mean, <laughs> a big guy can move like that. He can cover anybody on the floor. That's a huge asset. And now we see he, he's, uh, you know, he's pretty much uh, contesting Adam and LJ and Keontae for the – for a three-point shooting contest. So, uh, I mean, it's back the first day I asked Scott after that first game, is John your go-to three-point shooter now? So, uh, I mean, he's <laughs> – I think he's come back better than ever, which is uh, uh, just a, an incredible miracle, really. Yeah. All right, what about um, what about a Lawrence trip? Are you kind of getting – I mean, I, I love that about the um... – the trip. I mean, they're beat, man. They've always got you. You're getting on the road, getting those points, uh, and, and you show up at Iowa State or Kansas State at a time when people are cutting back on travel. Uh, I love that the Waco Trib still says, hey, Warner's got to be there. Warner has got to be on site. What about that? That's going to be a game day, uh, ESPN game day situation. How, this really uh, could be for not only the, the the conference title is at stake, now tied for the lead, but like a number one seed could be on the line. Because, John, no matter how many times Kansas loses, they're always seemingly uh, – Lenardi loves getting them back to that number one seed. Have you noticed that? Uh, yeah, I've, I've looked at Lenardi a little bit. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, this is a huge game, obviously, but there's a lot of big games left, too. Uh, Baylor's got – the toughest remaining schedule among uh, them, uh, Kansas and Texas. And it's not even, uh, it's not even close. I mean, you, you go on the road to Kansas, Kansas state back to back, you come home and play Texas. Then you turn around on a big Monday 
and go up to Oklahoma State, which is playing very well now, and then you end at home against Iowa State. That is a brutal schedule. But, you know, with uh, everyday John back on the team, I mean, back in the lineup, and, uh, you know, playing the way they are, I think they can handle just about anything. And, you know, if they, uh, if they go 4-1 and one during the schedule, I think uh, they'll probably win the league. They'll get a number one regional seed. Uh, I, I, think, I think they're just going to have a great month coming up. Yeah, it's exciting to think about um, talking to John Warner, and he's been uh, he's covered a lot of these things. John, this is uh, you'll look back on your career, and this is the heyday, isn't it? I mean, even in a season where they started out zero and three, and you finally wondered, okay, finally these Bears are maybe slipping a little bit, and then they kick it back into gear. They have EJ, uh, John. This is uh, yeah, including the national championship. This this is the greatest stretch in the history of Baylor basketball, but it's just kind of crazy, isn't it, to think back and even go back to the pandemic year and then when everything stopped in that one Big 12 tournament, that season they were amazing. They were going to be a number one seed in the NCAA tournament. I think even they announced something to that effect. Um, John, it, it, to me, that's just wild to think about where they are right now. They're, they're sort of ended up uh, – kind of where Gonzaga was for a lot of years. I mean, I, it, it's pretty. It's just crazy to go through about a four- or five-year period where you're a number one or number two seed pretty much every year. Uh, that's just unprecedented. And, and, John, I don't know if we'll ever see it again. I hope we see it for another five, ten years. But And then the recruiting on top of that. John, this is the best. They, they, they've had some great recruits here and there over the years and great players. But in terms of the recruiting rankings, they're on they're on a heater, uh, and I, I don't think they've ever had a stretch like this. Oh no, no. I mean, you know, during 2010, 12, you know, they, they got guys like Terry Jones, Isaiah Austin. Those guys are highly rated guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're, they're bringing in more guys now, and uh, you know, I think Chiante's the most talented guard they that Scott has brought in. Um, just, you know, his skill set is pretty remarkable. Uh, and, yeah, you know, guys like Jacoby Walter coming in, uh, just uh, just on a, an incredible role. And, you know, if you're a recruit, why wouldn't you want to go to this program? I, I mean, you know, the players love playing for Scott. Uh, you know, you, you know you're going to be on a really good team. Next year you're moving into a, you know, a really cool new arena. I mean, They've got everything going, and they're you know they're playing great. Like you say, they're they're challenging for a number one seed pretty much every year for the last few years. So uh, yeah, it, it's incredible where Scott has this program. Yeah, boy, that Foster Pavilion that's going to be something. What's that new TCU? The renovated. Uh, I I feel like I've been in there for something, but I don't know if I've been to a basketball game over there. When you look around there, do you kind of think that's going to feel a little bit like what Foster will be like? Now, Foster will be newer because that was a renovation-type situation mm-hmm. that TCU did. But size-wise, I guess it'll be very similar. Do you, what's the what's the feel of that place? After all those years of covering games at Daniel Meyer, what is that? How different does that place feel now to you uh, to well, cover a yeah, to cover a Baylor TCU game? 
Yeah, Daniel Meyer was really kind of dark and dank, badly needed a renovation. Um, yeah, you know, this place is much brighter. Uh, you know, the, the fans seem maybe a little closer to the court. Now, I will say that floor is pretty ugly. That snakeskin floor, I think they should ditch that. No, no not that frog skin. It looks like snakeskin. It's frog skin. I mean, but uh, whatever you call it, it's ugly. They need to get, you know, more normal floor. Uh, no, but I think Baylor's is actually going to be better. I think it's going to be more. Uh, I think the, the fans are going to be a little more on top of the court. Uh, you know, I really like Texas in the arena. You know, it's, you know, it's 10,000, uh, and for concerts it can hold 15. Uh, but, you know, the, the ceiling's lower, a lot lower uh, yeah. than the drum. And uh, but uh, I think I think as far as fans being close to the floor, I think it's going to be more like that. Okay, well let's get ready. By the way, John, for the Big Twelve tournament, we will. Your mark has uh, vowed to move us away from the court. He he wants to get more seating for the fans down there. So, yeah. um, uh, John, the days of us, and that's one of the things I love about that tournament. I went to last year. I know you've been many times. That's a fun aspect of that. Is being down there. It's like the NCAA tournament in Fort Worth at Dickey's Arena. That was awesome being down there yeah. right in the middle of stuff. Uh, you know, that comeback against UNC. That was incredible to experience it from down there. But nobody wants to hear our media complaints. John, I found that over the years. They do not like hearing from us on complaints about free food or anything like that. Now, I do want you to go see, John, put this on your uh, list of things to do during the high school basketball playoffs. I want you to tell Bryce, hey, I got to go see Lake Highlands play because they have this guy, Trey Johnson, that Baylor wants. And when I say they want him every bit as much as they wanted Keontae George, they want Trey Johnson. And he is every bit as skilled, like both of them. Obviously, we know uh, that Keontae is about to go in the lottery. Trey is just like that. Now, different players – there's some things Trey might do better. There's obviously things that Keontae already already does better, but their 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 potential and everything they bring is very very similar. So if okay. you get a chance somewhere during the playoffs, in fact, hopefully Lake Highlands will make it to San Antonio for the state title, and then of course Scott and his coaching staff will hopefully make it. You know, will show up there and be able to be with them. But Trey Johnson, just keep that in mind. 2024 class the number one guard in the country at least shooting guard so um, i just wanted to put that on your on your uh, request you need to request that oh thanks matt yeah yeah i'm here for you um all right uh john um have a uh, have a tremendous uh, rest of the day and then have safe travels headed to lawrence one of the great backdrops and in, in fact John, is that your favorite place to uh, of all the gyms that you've uh, been to in the Big Twelve, and you've been to all of them? Is that by far your favorite, or is am I uh, am I correct in that? Yeah, it's the best I've ever been any college basketball gym. I mean, all the history and the fans being so close, and just you know how passionate those fans are. Yeah, it's pretty tough to beat. All right, I'm hoping to join you on one of those trips at some point. I'll certainly hopefully join you for the Big 12. I was going to talk to the Waco Trib, uh, uh, John, see if 
they would it wouldn't mind us uh, bunking together. <laughs> Let's we'll look right. we'll, we'll look at I don't think I don't think John's going to support that. No, we'll be it'll be fine. Uh we'll have a big time there. John, I appreciate it. Have a great one. Okay, see you, Matt. Thank you. Okay, John Warner. There he is. Waco Trib. Aaron did not sound like John. He didn't really snap on that one. I don't think do not think there'll be a roommate situation <laughs> in Kansas City. He, he did not sound excited. He's kind of like, okay, man, okay, whatever, whatever. We kind of got to go back on another walk now. Uh, boy, he does, the reason I kind of like tracking John at those kind of events, he always knows the best restaurants. He really hunts them, he, 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 and he'll even drive like 30 minutes outside of Kansas City to find like, whoever has the best burn-ins or whatever. Burn-ins is the big thing. Kansas City thinks they have great barbecue. Obviously, we think we have better barbecue in Texas. What they do even more than we do, they take huge pride in their burnt-ins, burnt-in brisket. Now, lately, I've been having some burnt-in pork belly, pork belly burnt-ins, and that may sound weird to some people. It's great. It's great. And then, of course, Aaron, what's the official barbecue of the Matt Mosley show? Hellberg. Wow. And they're on March 17th or whenever uh, that uh, St. Patrick's Day is, they're doing a pastrami, a pastrami brisket. And I, I got a I'm planning a trip out there for that day. And in fact, that may be a good day just to broadcast from out there. going to be so much fun. Love the brisket pastrami. Uh, and uh, Hellberg, just, they just do a lot of really cool things, and we love our partnership with uh, Philip and Yvette out there at Hellberg Barbecue, looking to expand in the near future, which is very, very exciting. All right, uh, Aaron, we've had some good talks today. I want to let, because that was very good stuff involving your mark, and then I also love that thing you played during Campus Confidential. About the uh, about where the Pac-12 is right now, just there's been a lot of news today about the Pac-12 and its future. What does that mean to the Big 12? That is next. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor athletics. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody's coverage check of Baylor athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor women's basketball in action tonight on the road in Manhattan. And baseball now two days away from their season opener. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. Coach Mitch Thompson and the Bears are back beginning February 17th and all season long here on the home of Baylor Bear Baseball, ESPN Central Texas. 
Want options? The best selection in Central Texas is at Allen Samuels in Waco. During the President's Day sales event, get a 2022 Ram 1500 quad cab with 0% for 72 months or Ram 1500 crew cab with 1.9% for 72 months on all trim levels. Lone Stars, Laramies, and top-of-the-line Longhorn and Longhorn Limited. Or get a Ram 1500 Lone Star crew cab with values up to $8,250 plus an extra $500 to first responders. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor women's basketball back in action on the road tonight. They're in Manhattan, Kansas to take on Kansas State. On the air at 6 p.m., tip off at 6.30 right here on ESPN Central Texas. Television on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Congratulations to Coach Mike McGraw and Baylor Men's Golf, winners of the Border Olympics in Laredo, completed yesterday. Men's tennis fell for love to top-ranked Ohio State. They'll open play in the ITA National Indoors on Friday against TCU. And Friday is the season opener for Coach Mitch Thompson and the Baylor Baseball Bears, who have taken advantage of mostly very good weather in preseason practice. Yeah, I think other than the, the, the one little cold snap that we had, uh, you know, our, th our three weeks of practice has been really, really good. Uh, you know, we just had that one cold snap where we had to try and be indoors and figure out what to do with practice uh, because of the wetness. But other than that, we've been able to get our inner squad games in, get our guys at bats, get our pitchers uh, innings on the mound against live competition. We're in pretty good shape physically, health-wise. Uh, got a couple little nagging things going with a couple guys, but for the most part in pretty good shape. So I don't think we could have asked for a whole lot more. We had we had really nice weather, you know, for the most part. I guess for January, January baseball weather was yeah. pr pretty good. So we'll take what we have. And to get those nine inter-squad games in, I think, has been big. Safe to say uh, you've been outside probably more than Central Michigan has, right? Hope so, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're probably going to look at the 50-degree you know, opening day weather and think that's phenomenal, and we're going to go, gosh, this is okay. Yeah. Uh, but no, uh, you know, I mean, uh, opening day getting here, everybody's uh, emotions will be high. We'll be, we'll be very excited to get out there and take that field no matter what the temperature. Mitch Thompson and the Bears opening the new season this Friday at Baylor Ballpark. It's a three-game series against Central Michigan. Games Friday at 3, Saturday at 2, and Sunday at 1 from Baylor Ballpark. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. 
payments for qualified buyers at 5.49% for 72 with 5,000 down cash or trade. TTL Extra. See dealer for details. It's the new year. New ride pre-owned savings event at Richard Car with the biggest selection in years on pre-owned cars and trucks. Qualified buyers can find great deals like a 2014 Buick Concorde for only $149 a month or a 2015 Kia Sorento for $237 a month or a 2015 Ford F-150 truck for $392 a month. Over 80 used, thoroughly inspected vehicles in stock. 100% approval is always our go. Get here now for the new year new ride savings event at Richard Carr. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step, there was no back pain. I took another step, no knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my Good Feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Las Vegas Raiders released Derek Carr yesterday after the veteran quarterback declined to waive his no trade clause and just before the $40 million of his contract would have been guaranteed. Arizona Cardinals hired Philadelphia Eagles defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon as their new head coach. In the Big 12 last night, Kansas beat Oklahoma State 87-76, and OU beat Kansas State 79-65. Tonight, it's TCU at Iowa State. Baylor women on the road tonight at Kansas State, 6.30 tip-off, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Other games in the Big 12 tonight, Texas Tech at OU and Kansas at West Virginia. Dallas Mavericks in Denver tonight, tip is at 8 o'clock. Rangers pitchers and catchers report to Arizona today. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Ward. Thank you, Ward White. You never know where a Ward may show up. I mean, it may be, it could be a college game. It could be a girls playoff game. It could be a temple football. I mean, he is a, he's kind of a, he does the play-by-play. I mean, he really can do it at any level. We have some great play-by-play people around here. Ryan does a real nice job over at university. Tom, of course. Does a great job over at Waco High. And uh, so we, we really do have some talented play-by-play folks. Always good to uh, to see that. Now, uh, as we continue on, on this Wednesday on the Matt Mosley Show, 
there was some interesting news that broke several hours ago. And we've told you about the uh, charges being dropped against Chris Beard. Uh, and, you know, I, I will just a little bit on that um, because I, I did reach out to our resident, the official attorney. Well, we have some great attorneys. Craig Cherry's a great local attorney. Brian Harrison. Um, but Ted Steinke, neighbor Ted, weighs in a lot of things. He was with the... Uh, DA's office in uh, in Dallas for a long time. In fact, the famous DA Henry Wade, he was in his group. Uh, but he said what he thinks happened on the DA dropping the charges against Chris Beard, former Texas coach Chris Beard, is that a lot of times the alleged victim will file what he's called an affidavit, an affidavit of non-prosecution. Now we remember the public letter or statement that came out with Chris Beard's fiance saying, you know, that that kind of recanting maybe some of what she had said and some apologies and all that. And we see those in domestic violence. I mean, it's not it's not surprising to see someone say sometimes because in a domestic violence situation, they're um, you know, they've been in that and they're scared of what would happen if they continued down that path. I get it. Um and, and these things happen. But in this case, what they would do is, if she filed that affidavit of a non-prosecution, uh, which he thinks probably happened, then they would look at the rest of the evidence and go, should we move forward with this? And the DA in Travis County ended up saying no. No. And um, so as we talked with John Warner, there is a chance Chris Beard – is coaching somewhere next season. I think Aaron thinks that could definitely happen. We shall see. I mean, he's a very, very talented coach. But obviously, he embarrassed the University of Texas. He embarrassed himself. And no matter if the charges were dropped or not, I don't think you immediately just, you know, whitewash the the reputation and go, oh, Chris Beard, I mean, you know, he didn't do anything. Well, something happened that evening which caused the authorities to show up for him to be arrested, all of those things. And, of course, he'll have to, uh, he'll, he'll have to atone for that. And, uh, but I do think that uh, he will coach again perhaps early as next season. Earlier today, uh, Aaron, Brett McMurphy from the Action Network, used to be with ESPN, reporting CBS and Turner are currently no longer involved in Pac-12's media rights negotiations, sources told Action Network. Aaron, that was then kind of spun forward by others as kind of a really bad, devastating blow because you need at least two big-time people to remain at the table. You don't want ESPN to just be sitting there by itself because they know, well, why would we give them huge money if we're only bidding against ourselves? There's no reason to. Will they get some decent money? Sure. Will they get as much money as if there are several people in the bidding? No, they won't. And part of that is the Big 12 jumped ahead in line and got a really a strong deal done. And, of course, the Pac-12 and others tried to kind of 
you know, secretly mock it. And that's what happens when you mock things. Boy, it can really be some bad karma involved. And it does not look like the Pac-12 does not looking great right now. And boy, today, in fact, what a what the, think about the timing on this, Aaron. Brett Yormark ends up on a Pac-12 podcast. John Canzano, a longtime Oregon uh, kind of Portland area columnist, does one with John Wilner, and he's from the San Jose newspaper. These are big-time Pac-12 journalists, and Brett Yormark jumped on with them. It really, it, this, none of this bodes well for the Pac-12. Now, it leads us, there was another podcast earlier today where John Urand uh, was on a podcast. He's from SBJ, Sports Business Journal. That's a big one. Sports Journal, SBJ, yeah. Sports Business Journal. They break a lot of news. John Urand was on um, with the New York Post writer who breaks a lot of things. His name is Andrew Marchand, and he breaks a lot of news on media stuff. And one, uh, this was uh, Aaron did a really nice job of turning some of this around. Let's hear Aaron first during this podcast what they had to say, and I believe we're going to hear, well, we'll hear probably both voices, but this is on this podcast talking about the job Brett Yormark has done for the Big 12 in pretty, uh, in only a short time. It's Brett Yormark of the Big 12, and it's Brett Yormark for a couple of reasons. One, you talk to media executives, they're blown away by your mark and the job that your mark has done. When he came, the uh, Big 12 was in disarray and he was able to uh, work out a media deal. He was able to, to uh, work out uh, a, a deal to have Texas and Oklahoma leave early and, and make it actually work for the conference. And uh, the media executives I, I talked to, all of them mentioned Brett Yormark as, as uh, somebody who's doing a, a just a, a really credible job. So I, w- I want to make him who's up. I'm picking him this week because he engineered that deal to get Oklahoma and Texas uh, to leave a year early. Uh, it's a, an exit fee of around $100 million that they're going to reallocate to all the, the Big 12 schools. So it's making the Big 12 uh, you know, more financially sound. And really, Andrew, we talk about this all the time, and they're not going to like this in Pac-12 offices. But it's clear now that he totally outmaneuvered the Pac-12 in getting his media deal finished early. All right, and and that was the voice of John Urand, O-U-R-A-N-D, from that Sports Business Journal. And uh, they do a really nice job, and there's some breaking news that comes up with that. Loved hearing that. Uh, Kind of fascinating to hear where they are on Brett Yormark and... Quite honestly, when the Big 12 got its deal done, the Pac-12, through various back channels and some of their main media people, tried to put it out there that this was not as good a deal as maybe what the Pac-12 is going to do. And that the Pac-12 saw this deal, and not that they laughed at it, but they thought, hey, this is all, this is all fine news, and there's still plenty of people out there that want to bid on our inventory. The truth is, that's not happening. In today's news about CBS and Turner walking away 
from the uh, bargaining table, that's really, really bad news. And that makes the commissioner of the Pac-12, George Klavkov, look really, really bad. Okay? Now, is it great news for the Big 12? Maybe. Maybe. I, I don't know. You know, I, I don't necessarily wake up every day thinking, oh, my gosh, let's have Arizona and Arizona State. Oh, my gosh, what if we got Colorado? Now, Colorado is far more interesting with Deion Sanders. I know Deion. I've been around him. Um, I, I I don't always love Deion, so I may not be the one going cr- as crazy about this Colorado thing as others, but it's pretty – I mean, they're relevant. They're now relevant. The other school would be Utah. Utah, Colorado, and the two Arizona State schools. Would the Big 12 go after those schools? Well, they could. Now, the Pac-12 is in a weird spot right now because recently their commissioner was taking a peek at SMU. Well, I was excited on behalf of SMU because that would be a step up from the American Athletic Conference. But SMU better be very, very careful here because, you know, if if this keeps going the wrong direction, the Pac-12 could implode and you could be joining a conference that's not the same conference you thought. I don't even know if it starts to implode if it would remain its Power 5 status, especially if they lost... Oregon and Washington to the Big Ten or wherever, then they would be in tremendous trouble. All right, Aaron, I think we have a little more time here because this will take a couple of minutes. But also wanted to hear on the same podcast, and I think you'll hear Andrew Marshawn from the uh, New York Post. You'll hear his voice and, of course, John Uron, who you were just hearing from the Sports Business Journal. These guys are very, very plugged in when it comes to media deals. This is the the podcast talking about the Pac-12's sort of dwindling options. And again, this was taped before today's news came down that CBS was leaving the negotiating table. Let's hear what they were saying about the Pac-12's dwindling media rights options. My understanding with Amazon, I've talked to you about this before, they don't want tonnage, so could they... Go for the Pac-12? Yeah, I think they could. But I think that there's a better chance that maybe they save up for the NBA, NASCAR. Um, and I don't think that they're going to go crazy. So I think you could end up on Amazon, but it's not you're not ending up on a streamer. You know, you know, we think Thursday Night Football has been successful. I'm not sure if it works as well with the Pac-12. Um, you're not ending up on a streamer. If you do, you kind of want to get paid out the nose. That uh, I'm not going to say... I, I, you never want to say 100%. I, 99.9%, if they am, end up on Amazon, it's going to just be a comparable price that you get from networks. Nothing crazy, uh, you know, where they outbid everybody by a lot. I don't see that happening. And I don't and think here's, the here's the problem on that, Andrew, is that if they end up on Amazon, Amazon only wants one one game package, yeah. like a game a game a week. Amazon only wants the top game. Well, they're not going to skim and give that top game to, to Amazon. That's that's what's valuable for, about this package. So they're trying to, to 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 keep that and make you know the second, third, maybe even fourth game available. And so that's that's part of the negotiation that's happening with Amazon right now. And that brings us to ESPN and Bob Iger's comment on the earnings call for Disney. He mentioned Jimmy Pitaro and how they're going to have to be more selective. You talked about that last week. Um, so I don't know if they're not getting ESPN, they're not getting Amazon, they're not getting Fox. You know, could someone like Apple be a wild card? But the problem with Apple is that you're still on a streamer. It's just not as well known. I don't know if that works. And there's just no proof. Even if it works for Thursday Night Football, it's the NFL. 
It's Thursday night. It's an exclusive game. There's so many elements that you say, okay, you combine with Amazon, the power of Amazon, and how much um, uh, reach they have with all their services, you know, specifically Amazon Prime Video. Okay, and and that was um, John Uron talking to Andrew Marshawn, and it, it really looks like the Pac-12 is running out of options. And ESPN sitting there like, yeah, we'll, we'll run. We, we certainly, I mean, people are interested in that late window. They're interested in the, the some of those Pac-12 teams. I mean, Oregon's an attractive property. Washington is. I, I mean, the rest of it, 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 you know, it'd be interesting to kind of rank it. Now that they're u- losing USC and UCLA, who are the biggest? There's a power vacuum there. Oregon and University of Washington seem to be their biggest schools in terms of attracting television viewers and that kind of thing. Although the Colorado Buffaloes, as we talked about yesterday, and I talked about a few moments ago, have changed in the way they're viewed. Um, It's really, really interesting to see all this happening with the Dion backdrop. Dion takes up so much airspace. I promise you that this new commissioner or this not well, he's not that new, but Clav Clavkoff has co- he'll consult with Dion on stuff because Dion has such a feel for getting eyes, and he knows how to own news cycles and that kind of thing. So it'll be really interesting to see how Colorado uh, fits into all of that. One more uh, little item I wanted to share with you as we have to say good night. We'll do it next in. The Dismount. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. 
Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254-710-8080. A funeral service is a special time for family and friends to comfort one another, begin to find healing, and celebrate a life well lived. Whether you choose burial or cremation, McDowell Funeral Home provides timely service and professional spirit in your time of need. They also offer pre-planning services to their customers. Family owned and operated, McDowell Funeral Home, 1104 Chestnut Street in Waco and in Hillsboro, plus a new location coming soon. Call them 254-754-3151 or learn more at mcdowellfuneralhome.com. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Las Vegas Raiders released Derek Carr yesterday after the veteran quarterback declined to waive his no-trade clause and just before the $40 million of his contract would have been guaranteed. Arizona Cardinals hired Philadelphia Eagles defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon as their new head coach. In the Big 12 last night, Kansas beat Oklahoma State 87-76, and OU beat Kansas State 79-65. Tonight, it's TCU at Iowa State. Baylor women on the road tonight at Kansas State, 6.30 tip-off, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Other games in the Big 12 tonight, Texas Tech at OU and Kansas at West Virginia. Dallas Mavericks in Denver tonight, tip is at 8 o'clock. Rangers pitchers and catchers report to Arizona today. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Boy, happy to be uh, well saying good night. I mean, I'll, I, I hate saying good night. I'd go a little longer, but we've got pregame coming up for Baylor women's basketball. Derek and Sophia standing by. This team needs to get a winning streak going and finish strong headed into the Big 12 tournament. And that was a bad loss at Oklahoma State. Just nothing went right. We had Nikki on, Nikki Collin on yesterday. They got to get this thing going in the right direction after back-to-back losses to the Oklahoma uh, schools. So let's go get a win tonight. ESPN Central Texas has the pregame at 6, the tip at 6.30, the octagon of doom. All right. Hey, one last note I had for you, Aaron. I don't think we brought this up yesterday. I find this fascinating. NBC Universal, and that's just basically NBC, preparing to make a strong bid to win back the NBA. Whoa, that is big. The deal could include playoff games on NBC's broadcast network and regular season games on Peacock. Whoa. I mean, you know, ESPN and ABC, Disney, 
has really owned the NBA with TNT, of course, a couple of nights a week, and then NBA TV. But, wow, NBC coming back to the NBA would be a throwback in a half. That would give them the NFL, NBA. This is great news for the NBA to have another bidder in the mix. All right, everybody, have a great evening. Thank you, Aaron. Uh, we will see you tomorrow on a Thursday. we got a Baylor coach on tomorrow. That'll be exciting. We'll do it all tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Good night, everybody. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference basketball. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 basketball on today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround. Coming up, two games in the Big 12 last night, including a big OU win at home over Kansas State.